It's time for the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. We'll tell you how to catch more fish and the right way to get on the fish. We'll tell you what's biting and where they're biting. So listen in because... That's where the fish are. Call the show anytime at 866-801-0940. Share your tips and tricks with us. Now let's bait the hook, toss out the lines, and see what's biting. On the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Here's fishing guru Eric Brandon, along with Sun Sentinel Outdoor writer Steve Waters. Six o'clock in the dive. Welcome to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman, driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Nice Saturday morning going. Steve Waters, you're styling, dude. You got a nice haircut going, and uh, you're wearing Beats headphones, man. You were like getting jiggy with it, bro. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, I just scrounge around, but uh, <laughs> luckily my buddy bailed me out. So yeah, I get the beats on, go. man. Ready to go. So big uh, week post boat show. Had a good time out there with the gang at the Miami International Boat Show. We uh, moved some boats from Nautical Ventures, which is great. Sure. And uh, it was Valentine's weekend, of course. Spent it with me and my new dog, which is fine. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Beautiful. <laughs> also, I had a, a birthday this week. I'm now officially the big 6-0. Really? Mojo. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I cracked well, that number, man. Wow! Congratulations! It's all you downhill from here. A, well, thank you, Steve. You don't look a day over forty-three. Oh, you're too kind. Put the glasses back on, man, please. <laughs> okay. What you been covering this week? What's happening? Um, let's see. I was uh, covering some golf, getting ready for the Honda Classic. Aha! Uh-huh. Which is That's next week. Yeah, PGA National up in Palm Beach Gardens, and. Uh, did make time to go fishing in the Indian River up ah, in Stewart. Okay. And uh, not good. The uh, lake water, Lake Okeechobee water is being discharged down there. Ouch. And it is nasty. Oh, boy. Oh, but boy. We caught some fish. I fished with Mark Nichols of DOA Lures mm-hmm. and an old writer friend of mine from New York. Okay. So, yeah, we caught trout, jacks, ladyfish. Had a fun day, but, uh, boy, it's sad shape. Well, I wonder if Bowser Smith had happier news on his uh, boat this week. I I hope so. I hope he was catching <laughs> lots of fish. Let's see what's happening. Captain Bouncer, welcome back on the program, my friend. How how you doing? Eric, I thought you had brain surgery this week. No, no, no. It's it's inguinal hernia surgery uh, soon, Cap. Not the brain. The brain, oh. you can't fix this brain, man. It's unfixable. <laughs> Non-repairable. I this week. I was all worried about you all week. Oh. I heard what you were doing, so. Okay. I'll save it for this coming week, but uh, we did some interesting trips this week. We had uh, we had some small tarpon and some snook at night, and uh, we had some little kids out the other day. I'll tell you, what, we had so much fun. We took eight dozen shrimp. We anchored on some shallow patches off of Fisher Island, and they caught porgies and yellowtails and blue runners and grunts and and lane snappers. It was really a hoot, and then. We also did some hardcore fishing. By the way, we caught a, a nice 20-pound blackfin tuna on a live pilchard on the bottom and 220 feet of water the other day. Mm-hmm. But the big news is is that yesterday with the flat calm weather, it was only uh, six to nine feet. Uh, we had a wow. strong north current. And almost every I think every boat did catch enough dolphins for dinner. And there were a few kings and uh, a few sailfish around. So it was really like typical spring, uh, north current, northeast wind, big waves, kite fishing weather. But the fishing just wasn't quite up to par. Uh, They're having having a sailfish swimmer right now. And yesterday, the last I heard, the high boat had 11 fish 
But my sister said she heard that they ended up with 14, so they must have caught three more in the last half hour. But uh, the rest of the fleet had half as many as they did. So uh, Ichi was definitely on top of their game there. And uh, they fish again today, so if you see a lot of big boats out there kite fishing today, there's a good chance they're fishing in this uh, uh, selfish tournament that is out of three inlets, so it'll be all along the coast. All right, so selfish type Steve Waters, the selfish four hundred gold on, I believe it is. Or selfish challenge, actually. Selfish challenge. I, I lose. You know, there's so many selfish tournaments, I can't keep track of the actual titles. <laughs> I just know selfish <laughs> is in the title somewhere. Okay. Sure. Selfish Eric, something. I fish every day, and I can't keep track of the selfish tournament. So. <laughs> I know there's. I know there's a big tournament, uh, April twenty third, but it's only partially selfish, and that's the Miami Sportfish Tournament. And they already have uh, tickets on sale to for a raffle to win a boat, motor, trailer, and all the electronics and everything else. But that's the Miami Sport Fish Tournament coming up April 23rd. So that'll be a whole lot of fun. All right, Cap. So I guess my question is for guys uh, venturing out today, what's their best shot at catching a big old fatty? Well, in general, it's uh, get some live bait. Yesterday the herring bit real good. Uh, at the Bent Range Market, but you want to get some live bait, either pilchards or goggle eyes from the live bait boats or mm-hmm. catch some herring, and fish wherever the color change is. Down off of Elliott Key yesterday, it was all the way into 130 feet, but if you were off of Key Biscayne, it was in 250, 300 feet. But you fish that color change, and there were uh, dolphin and sailfish and and uh there have been a few blackfin tunas around. There's been some skipjacks around, uh, which are almost as good as blackfin tunas for, for dinner. And there have been some kingfish on the reef. That'll keep you in calmer water and closer to shore, although today the weather forecast is much better than yesterday. And uh, to catch some fish at night, just buy some live shrimp and uh, get out to your inlets or along the beaches and Look for uh, both carp and snook. They both done biting, so should be a good, fun weekend. Wouldn't you agree, Steve Waters, that fishing with shrimp is a blast? That we hardly ever do that, but it's a real fun thing, way to fish. Sure, you get plenty. You of can bites. catch, yeah. You can catch so many different kinds of fish on shrimp. Uh, we're we're almost into March, which means that any time now we're going to see a lot of pompano uh, on in the surf. And although they love sand fleas, I'll also get a little yellow jig tipped with a piece of shrimp. Uh, especially look on the south side of jetties as these pumping are moving north. That every time they come to a jetty that obstructs their travels north, they'll stack up on the south side of it. And that's a good place to find concentrations of pompano. The closer you are to the sandbar off the beach, the better the fishing will be. And before the lifeguards go on duty, you can actually catch these pompano from the beach, uh, either with a small spinning rod, a jig tip of shrimp, or a big surf rod. And the ideal bait is the sand fleas or mole crab. They look about the size of one of your fingertips. And uh, use those on the bottom and catch these pompano. It's a really, really great eating fish and great sport. Besides, they jump, they fight hard. Really, really neat fish and they're going to be coming up the coast in good numbers. And then trout fishing, snapper fishing, mackerel fishing, they all eat shrimp. So get out and give it a try. All right, Cap, that's why you're the legend. You are the legend, man. Ask you a question, you get the answer you need to have, Steve Waters. 
It covers all the all the stuff out there. And then some. <laughs> of course, the Fish on Bouncers, boat 305-439-2475. Cap, got a rock, but uh, hopefully we'll chat later in the program. Sounds great to me. All right. Thank you, Captain Bouncer Smith, very much. Holding patiently on line number two, our good friend, Tony DeJuliad, Steve Waters. Tony, good morning. You're uh, going to be fishing in that Sailfish Challenge today, I believe. Good morning, guys. Yep, day two of the Sailfish Challenge. Uh, we're just rolling into the marina up here at Riviera Beach. We took the wish list up uh, on Thursday to uh, get her up here, and uh, we're looking uh, to have another good day. We had a great day yesterday. Uh, we had, uh, we're fishing, actually, the big fish division to this tournament. We're not really in any of the money uh, categories for the Sailfish, but we caught a 51.8-pound kingfish yesterday. And, uh, Forty-eight point six pound kingfish yesterday. So wow, wow, dude! Uh, and then, yeah, nice big fish, and we added a couple sailfish just for grins and giggles as well. <laughs> so uh, we're hoping to hoping to stay in the lead in that category and maybe upgrade a little bit. No, wait, 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 folks want to know what you caught those kingfish on there, Cap. Come on, give us a secret. Uh, well, we were fishing kites. We were fishing three baits in one kite, two baits in another kite, and a couple of flat lines. You're allowed to fish seven lines at this tournament. Okay. And uh, we caught both of those big kings on live goggle eyes uh, out of the kites. We got some bigger goggle eyes. We were putting some real big goggle eyes out there. But uh, wire wire leaders, circle hooks, uh, and pretty much just out of the kites. And uh, the main thing was we found them up in uh, a little bit of shallower water. We were in uh, 80, 90 feet when we caught those fish. Okay, and you're fishing out of Lake Worth Inlet, so I'm guessing you're fishing. Yeah, we're fishing out of Lake Worth Inlet, a little bit to the north, uh, not very far. And, uh, yeah, so it's been real good. And then the other day on the way up to Palm Beach, we high-speed wahoo fish just to kind of get up there. It was really rough. We couldn't run fast, so we decided why not put some lines out there and see what we can do. And we uh, caught three wahoo and a mahi-mahi in about an hour and a half on the way to Palm Beach, so that was fun as well. Kind of curious, Tony, why aren't you fishing for the big money division? Why would you stick with the other fish? Well, we just, on this program, on this boat, we just, uh, we're kind of self-funded, and we don't uh, have the money to put into, uh, you know, spend thousands and thousands of dollars on that stuff, and we kind of, it's more of a strategy for us, um, rather than, you know, compete with the guys that are fishing four or five days a week and have five or six professional crew members that are Uh paid to fish, stuff like that. So we're kind of being strategic, and over the years, um, it's worked out very, very well for us because we, we, we cash a check just about every tournament we fish. So. He's kind of like in the Walmart division there, Steve Waters. Uh, I bet you uh, you'd accept <laughs> the check, the winner's check for uh, Big Fish. No, no and... just to Walmart. And Tony, I'm just saying, you, you, you have Macy's here and you got Walmart here. So I'm just saying, you know, in between, whatever. Um, it just, you know, Captain Tony does what's uh, best for him and the crew. And, and his wallet. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the results. So you got one boat with 11 and then, like, uh, four boats with six. So pretty competitive in the uh, sailfish division. Right. But I guarantee you, Tony and Wishlist are leading the kingfish division. Yeah, baby. There you go. How's your buddies on the qualifier doing, Steve Waters, during that tournament? I didn't see him. Oh, they're not ranked? I didn't see him in the top 50. Okay, we'll just pass on that one there. Anyway, so so, <laughs> so what's your game plan, man? Get out there with goggle eyes oh, and get on right, kites I'm or what? I'm sorry, 19. Yeah, we're, we're going to put some goggle eyes out Three. there again today, and we got redfin herrings and some giant pilchards as well. And, uh, hopefully we're going to catch a nice big king first thing in the morning, and then maybe we'll push offshore a little bit and look for another species in the, in the meat division because they also have some 
prize money available for the biggest uh, fish in each species, like mahi and wahoo and, and blackfin tuna. So uh, we'll just see how the day goes, and hopefully things will work out for us like they did yesterday. Okay. Now, Tony, you gave me a great tip the other day. T- today the winds are 10 to 15 out of the east, so mm-hmm. not bad. But right. Tony said, when you have real windy conditions in your kite fishings, mm-hmm. you want to fish the biggest goggle eyes you've got. Oh, okay. Good tip. Well, the, the reason yep. is because of better presentation. Yeah, the bait stay in the water better with the wind hitting the kites and, and surging the kites up into the air. And so we actually also, when it's very windy, we'll put a little bit bigger egg sinker on our actual main line right near the floats and stuff uh, at the top of our leaders to help keep the baits down in the water and uh, swimming properly. Presentation is a huge thing when the wind is blowing really hard. A lot of times the smaller baits, if you put them too far out in the long positions, they really can't swim the way they're supposed to. So we, we're putting bigger baits longer, and then uh, a lot of times on a real short bait, we'll put a filtrate or a threadfin herring where we can kind of control it a little bit better. Yeah, so you don't just put out the heavy kite when it's blowing hard. you got to make these other adjustments if you want to catch fish. Absolutely. So, so far, yeah, so... You got, what, 100 pounds worth of kingfish, two fish, just, just about? So. Yep, yep, looking good. Yeah, those baits look good to them. All right, so you learn something on the program every single show. Use that big goggle eye, dude, you know what and, I mean? And, uh, and windy, presentation, right? Right, and a little extra weight. and uh, There you go. Because that's, that's one of those things, Tony, I think, where somebody says, well, how come Tony's catching all these fish? We didn't catch anything. That's why. You, you do the little things. Well, Tony, you know, yeah. we, we always pull it for the captains on the show who are fishing in tournaments. So, man, go out there, win it, uh, win all that big money, and, and have at it, brother. All right, and I'll give you a report next week of how we do. You can call me good. later, give us a text, shoot me some news I later will. today, if you would. I'll, yeah, I'll shoot you a text yeah. later today and let you know. All text right. Eric a picture of your Walmart check. <laughs> <laughs> I will. All right, Tony, thanks so much, man. Have a great day, okay? All right, you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. All right, see, Water's big stuff on the show coming up. We've got uh, Shop Talk with uh, Rick Buckner, Mechanic at Nautical Ventures, about how to maintain your boat. I think our topic this weekend is going to be about electronics and what you should be using on your boat and how to install them properly, whatever else, which is great, pretty cool. Great topic. I like that. We've also got uh, a special guest I want to tease at 730. May we tease the big show? You want me to uh, say who? Just, say that we're going to have I, I can't or, wait, man. Just give me the news, our bro. Our favorite coach? Yeah. Okay. Please tell us. Coach Jimmy Johnson. Oh, my man, Jimmy Johnson. going to be on the show, talk about um, his uh, what kind of fishing he's been doing down in the Keys, uh, you know, ever since uh, post-football yeah. football season ended. Maybe he'll even talk about the Super Bowl. And he's got a big billfish tournament coming up in the Keys next month, so he'll talk about that as well. Just an all-around fun guy to talk to, man. I love talking to JJ. He's great. Absolutely. He's great. Great guy. I'm not sure what time of the morning this coffee was made. I could probably use that to take off, uh, I don't know, uh, grease on the side of my, my tires you know on my what? truck. Save that for Rick Buckner. He <laughs> might be able to put it to use at Nautical <laughs> Ventures rough, Service Yard. Rough stuff there, man. Take a little break. More captains coming up 615 at Miami Sports 940 wins. Got a question for the captains? Call the show now at 866-801-0940 and get hooked up. We've tried to contact them several times by radio, but they didn't answer. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. 
621 on a Saturday morning. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman, driven by Buddy Davis Boats. What's is show number five or six now, Mr. Waters, on 940? I've already lost count. Have you really already? I think it's number six already, man. I just know we're having a ball. I love this place, man. This building's great. we got Mike back here. Just fabulous uh, job running behind-the-scenes stuff and uh, great people here. Welcome us with uh, open arms every show. So glad to be here, dude. Me too. Glad he's on the phone phone this time of the day. Jason Sullivan's always happy and snappy, ready to roll. Yeah, he's an early riser, you know, and uh, fishing out of uh, Flamingo. He can always get out of the wind no matter how hard it's blowing. Well, let's see what's up. Jason, good morning, my man. How are you? Uh, Good. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Talking fishing smack. Always a happy day with that, Jason. So uh, what's 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 shaking? What's been happening? Well, uh, we're starting to get some warmer... uh, warmer consistent warmer water temperatures um you know and this is the time of year i talk about it all the time um you know late february early march the best hands down best tarpon fishing of the year down in the everglades um they haven't been there for for a couple of weeks obviously with the cold weather um but when they come back which you know it could happen at any time but with this one, get this one consistent pattern. That's when they start showing up more and more and more. And uh, like I said, hands down, best tarpon fishing anywhere in South Florida. Right. So they'll they'll start to bite kind of in the back country before they migrate out to the bridges yeah. and channels in the Keys where everybody else likes to fish for them. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll flood the back country, the Everglades, um, and these are all. You know, big fish, these are anywhere from, you know, 60 to 80 to even up to 120, 130, 140-pound fish. Um, and uh, when they come into the Everglades, especially if, you can, if you're there, when it happens for the first couple of weeks, they eat everything. <laughs> that's what that's, yeah, that's what, that's what they come into the Everglades to do, is to just, just gorge. Wow, kind of um, like my date the other night. Oh, really? <laughs> Where'd you go to the all Chinese buffet again? I wish. <laughs> all right, Jason. So, what's your game plan today, my friend? What, what's the what's the attack plan? Uh, we're gonna look. We're gonna look for some tarpon. Um, I don't know if they're here yet. They weren't here this week, so we're gonna we're gonna take a couple peeks and look in some areas that they should be. Um, and if not, we're gonna just do what we've been doing. It's, after some snook and redfish and sea trout, um, and just just lose ourselves in the Everglades. So I I gotta ask you, Jason. So this week was historic because uh, the federal government in the state of Florida actually letting water flow from the water conservation areas south of Tamiami Trail into Everglades National Park. So getting more fresh water into the park, I'm assuming that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's uh, you know, that's that's the that's the rainwater that we've had. Um, I don't want people to be misled. That's not actually late water from Lake Okeechobee. Right. Um, that's yeah. That's just it, it was the stormwater treatment south of uh, the trail. Um, that is a good thing. Um, but that's coming through the Shark River. Um, so the areas that really really need that fresh water is a Taylor Slough. Okay. Which is more on the east side of the Everglades, which that would go right into Florida Bay and eastern Florida Bay, which that got hit the worst with the droughts. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but, but it is a good thing. So I mean, the guys are 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 
you know, putting their foot. I mean, they're going in the right direction. So that is a good thing. It's about time. It's about time we get on Jason's boat and fish too, Steve Waters. We talk about this every Saturday. Like, yeah, we're going on Jason's boat, and I haven't been on his boat yet. So, uh, Jason, make some room, bro. Really, you haven't? Oh, oh you have? <laughs> no. you just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Troublemaker, you are. All right, Jason. Listen, man. Good luck to you today. Fish him up, and uh, we'll chat next weekend. Okay. Sounds good. You guys have a great day. You too. You too. Steve Waters coming up very soon. We've got the Fort Lauderdale Billfish Tournament. That's a biggie. Been around for a whole long time. That's right. I think this 51 years, something 51 like years scheduled for February 27th. And on line number one to talk about this this morning, we have Gordon on the program. He's uh, He knows all about this thing more than you and I both do. Okay, let's get to him. Gordon, good morning, my friend. How are you? Hey, good morning, Eric. Good morning, Steve. How are you guys doing today? Ah, we're doing great. Always talking about fishing, and it's always a fun way to spend a Saturday morning. You talk about this tournament. It's been around for a whole long time. Give us all the information, please. Sure, no problem. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you guys having us on. The Fort Lauderdale Billfish Tournament has been around since 1965. It's one of the longest uh, fishing tournaments around uh, South Florida, mm-hmm. and it really has evolved over the years and uh, changed to reflect the uh, taste and demands of the angler community. So it's, it's coming up on February 27th, and we are fishing out of the Hiramar Marina uh, offshore, uh, offshore Fort Lauderdale there, and we're looking forward to a good tournament this year. Now, to get involved with this thing, is can the average Joe fish this thing, Gordon? Oh, definitely. Like I said, we've, we've, we've figured out that we've had to... Uh, uh, change the tournament up over the years. So we've got a pro division and we've got a family fun division. So we really want to make sure that uh, we are, are are making it available to everyone. It's being produced by the Marine Industries Association of South Florida mm-hmm. and it's benefiting the Marine Industry Cares Foundation and the Billfish Foundation. So we've, we've tacked on the, te- the theme, fish for fun, fish for good. So you got the high rollers, Steve, the professional guys out there, plus you have a family fun division for the average Joe. And uh, there's something for everybody out there. That's it, because a lot of tournaments, people feel intimidated, like um, like actually Captain Tony was saying. Yeah. You want to you know, pony up 20 grand or more <laughs> to fish against these guys who basically fish for a living? Yeah. Well, in the Fort Lauderdale Billfish Tournament, they give you a great uh, alternative. There you go. Uh, Gordon, what's the uh, fish categories in the Fun Fish Family Division? What kind of species are you looking for? Uh, we are we are looking at the mahi mahi, you know the the tuna, the the kingfish. So we expect them to to be bringing back some of everything to the dock, and they're they're awards for 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 everyone in those uh, fun fish categories. Oh. All, all those good eating fish too. I'm that Steve. Bring sure. back the eat fish, dude. Right? Yeah. Well, that's it. And I think the entry fee is uh, only five hundred dollars for uh, that division. Actually, that's right. Actually, we've got early entries. Run our early entry uh, pretty long, so we've got early entries still till uh, till Monday. So you can get in at four hundred dollars. Um, our website is fortlauderdalebillfishtournament.com, and you can register online, or you can download that, um, that entry form and, and send it in if you want to do it that way. But you know, the family fund division is only four hundred bucks until Monday. Five hundred after that, and the pros are seven fifty and thousand dollars after after our early entry closes. You know, see, I'm a good guy on uh, actually hearing people's accents where they're from. I'm guessing Gordon's from, like, South Carolina, I'm thinking, originally. Uh, I, thought, I, I was thinking more Wyoming. I'm not sure of that. Where, where, where are you from there, Gordon? Where's your background, man? Uh, I, I was born in the Turks and Caicos Islands, and I grew up in Barbados and uh, was, uh, moved to South Florida in 98. 
And I've got a South Florida connection. I, I, I actually live between South Carolina and South Florida. So you're actually right in some respects. <laughs> I'm very seldom right, Gordon, so I'm very happy about that. <laughs> but I will say, you grew up in some really fine, beautiful blue waters, did you? Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, Car- the Caribbean has some great waters and a lot of fishing. Um, a lot of fun times down there in the uh, in the islands, and uh, and we're hoping that people bring their families out uh, to the Fort Lauderdale Billfish Tournament, have a good time, fish for fun, fish for good. You know, the Marine Industry Cares Foundation sure. is doing stuff in the community to help children and families, supporting other charities like Kids in Distress and Children's Diagnostic Treatment Center. We do a Marine Summer Camp. Great cause. So we've yeah. got a lot, a lot of stuff connected to the Fort Lauderdale Billfish Tournament. You know, we've got our captains meeting. It's on Thursday night. Um, at Bahia Mar, we've got our awards brunch on Sunday after the session. Um, also at Bahia Mar, so we've got a lot of stuff connected to the tournament. Really working on on uh, making this tournament um, really, really, really good one for for anglers, both pros and families here in South Florida. Gordon, great job on promoting this tournament. Uh, before you go, one more time, give us the way to entry uh, to enter, please. Last one. Sure, no problem. Our website is fortlauderdalebillfishtournament.com, dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, everything is right on our website. You know, you can you also call us at nine five four five two four two seven three three. We'll be happy to answer any questions and get you all signed up. Gordon, a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for being on the program. Very informative, uh, great sense of humor, and I'm glad you put up with me. <laughs> hey, Eric, Steve, thanks for all you guys do an awesome job. Keep up the good work and uh, tight lines. Thank, tight Same lines. to you, Gordon. Thank you. Good guy there, huh? Yeah. Good guy, great cause, great tournament for everybody, the family, up to the professional guys, so really terrific time. Yeah. Good website, too. I'm checking it out right now. Fort, spell it out, LauderdaleBillfishTournament.com. All right. Information on the program, Steve Waters. How to maintain that boat. What a challenge that could be. We talked to Rick Buckner many times before about engine maintenance or unit maintenance. Uh, bottom paint, uh, you name it. We talk trailers. about trailers, bilge, uh, bilge, uh, proper bilge care, if I can say it properly. Okay, that's not bad. Kind of a sticky topic. We'll talk to Rick Buckner next about electronics on the boat, Sea Waters. Okay. 631 at 940 Winds, Miami Sports. Be right back to you. Need to get on the water, but your boat needs a little TLC? Then tune into our Shop Talk segment with Nautical Ventures Chief Mechanic Rick Buckner. Email Rick your questions in advance at rickb at nauticalventures.com, and we'll answer them live on the air. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. You just make yourself right at home and stay as long as you want to. Stay as long as you want to. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Shock talk time. Steve Waters, uh, Rick Buckner, the very funny man now from uh, Nautical Ventures on line one. Always yeah. t- taking shots at me every chance he can. Yeah, he's a regular Ryan. <laughs> Rick, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. You almost got to take a shot at me. I almost slept through this this morning. <laughs> no, I'm not going to open that can of whoop uh, butt, man. I'm going to be nice to you, okay? Let's keep this thing calm and cool, dude, okay? Today's going to be a calm, cool, collective day. All right. Shop Talk, we talked about so many great topics so far, Rick, with you about uh, boat maintenance, outboard stuff, uh, lower unit care, uh, bottom paint, how to take care of that uh, head on the boat. Now we're talking about some technical things, uh, electronics on boats, Steve Waters. There's all kinds of varieties out there of, of GPS and uh, radar, et cetera. Rick, uh, what's up with the nautical, the, the electronics on boats, nautically speaking? 
what I'm on electronics on both today is almost like driving an airplane. I mean, the, all the autopilots and transducers and different style, styles of VHS and GPSs. Uh, it depends on the, the boater that you uh, kind of boating and the stuff that you're going to be around and what you're looking for. Um, you know, today almost every boater just needs to have a GPS to drive a boat down the canal. They need to really just go to a marine store and go play with all the systems today and figure out what it is that they want. I mean, you got in-haul transducers, through-haul, transom mount. Um, it's just a different variety. Which one gives you a better reading, Rick, the through-haul or the transom mount normally? Through-haul. Through-haul. Through it depends, too. It depends on the style and the, the um, what depth that you are looking for. Like a, uh, if you're going for deep-sea fish, you're probably going to be looking at a 1K in-haul transducer, and you got the new Chirp and um, ultra, uh, virtual scound. Hold on here. Okay. <laughs> Live radio show. Yeah, but, yeah, there's so many different types of uh, electronics. So I think his, his electronic phone, Steve Waters, just actually dropped out live on the radio. Yeah. See, there, there you go. Yeah. But uh, it's amazing how far they've come. I can remember, oh, let's say 30-odd years ago, the, uh, the flasher. Yeah. The Humminbird Flasher. That was considered like state of the art. Then they came out with paper chart recorders. I thought I was like Mr. Technical on one of my boats back in the day when I had my first paper graph fish finder on the boat. And, uh, you know, the pa- paper would run out and your ink would run out. It was just cra- a crazy way to mark fish. You know? Right, right. And then, or you just have reams of this paper. Right. Like, okay, <laughs> I, there was a good spot over there. Right. Yeah. So I think Rick is back on the phone here. Rick, are you, are you, your electronic phone dropped out, dude. Well, you know, technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check that transducer, buddy. All right, Rick. So, so many different kind of electronics on the boat. Can anybody actually over, I guess, uh, overdo it on their boat with too many things or is too much? No, you can't. You know, you can have much as you want. I mean, it's more technology that you want on there, the, the better it is for you. Um, basically, like an average boater, like a like a rider, you're probably looking at a decent Garmin uh, vertical horizon mount with the uh, in-haul transducer. Okay. People that are in marinas with dry rack storage, you're better off going with an in-haul or the hockey puck, depending on the type. Again, it all depends on the type of boating that you're doing, but I would stay away from transom transducer because there's always the ones that are going to get knocked off and nobody wants to fix, gotcha. especially in and in and out. Okay. Okay, I had a question for you, Rick. So with all the different types, can you mix and match to so have like with the Simrad that and a Garmin that and a you Lorenz. can go from Garmin. You can use a Garmin too. It depends. No, there's certain things you can do mix match, but you I would recommend you stay with Garmin and Garmin and Raymarin because it's all through the name mechanism. But I would recommend sticking with the manufacturers. So they can, they can talk to each other. That's the main thing. Well, last so question I've got for Rick is uh, if I bring my boat by Rick and I say to you, "Listen, sir, I don't really know what to put on my boat. Can you hook people up with uh, electronics over there at Nautical Ventures?" Yes, we can. As we're doing now, we're doing, as you see in the shop, we have a 29th century, and we're doing two uh, Garmin 5012 screens, two chirp plotters, um, VHF, open ray radar. So, yeah, we do all that installation. All right. Of course, uh, reach out to Rick Buckner privately to talk about uh, maybe this uh, segment coming up. We're having a little shop talk inside the building, Steve, a little seminar going on. Uh, Our questions, uh, period. Rick B. at nauticalventures.com. Rick, thanks so much. I'll be seeing you at the shop uh, about 10 o'clock this morning, my friend. 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Have a great morning, buddy. Okay? You too. All right. Down below the waters we go, Steve Waters. Looking for them tasty bugs. On line number one, Jim Matthew. Catching a bug, man. Catching a spirit. Jim, good morning, my friend. How are you? Hey, Eric. How are you doing? And Steve, everything well? Everything's well. What electronics are on your boat, Jim? What do you, what do you prefer on your boat? I have a Furuno. Okay. It was a package uh, when I bought purchased my boat. Um, you know, it was an electronic package. Saved some money on that. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I like them because I have one as my GPS, and the other one's the you know sounder, and I do have a radar on there as well. But Furuno, big boy boat, you know. Only electronic Steve known to man. He's got it actually a secret one on the side. It actually. Shows you the bugs on the bottom. You can actually spot them on his radar. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Jim's electronics are, are just unbelievable because uh-huh. we'll get to a spot, and whether it's Jim running in the boat or Chucky or uh, Andy, right. it'll be like every spot is marked. Be like, okay, this is what the current's doing. Like, okay, boys, go. And you dive down no matter how deep, and there's the spot right there. Yeah, yeah. You do the best job of dropping people on the spot that I've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of that is just experience, um, you know. And and then I also, I don't know if you knew this, Steve, but I have a couple uh, fake spots on there just in case, you know, somebody comes on my boat and tries to take a few different secret spots, you know. Oh, I got Especially the ones with the little lobsters on there. Uh, you know, I have to be very careful uh, until I get to really know people. You know, you, you have to be really, really careful. But, hey, we've been finding them. We're, we're still finding lobster. Can you guys believe it? I Holy can't believe smoke. it. Jeez, we, man. We, yeah. we, we have uh, a little over a month left of the season. You know, it ends uh, March 31st. And, um, you know, we, we did a dive on Wednesday, and it was uh, sort of local off the of Hillsboro uh, Beach, uh, Deerfield Beach. Uh, that area, and it was a little slim pickings, um, although we shot a couple nice fish, a couple nice yellow jack and some hogs, so that was kind of fun. Uh, but uh, then on Thursday, we moved north up off the Highland Beach, Water Tower, up that area, and uh, in that 75-foot range, it was very nice. Um, got our limit. Um, you know, there, again, it's not loaded up. You know, you don't go into one hole and there's 20 of them, but you know, a couple here, a couple there, a lot of shorts still, you got to really take your time to measure them. Um, and, and, you know, make sure you're good. But I'll tell you what, we're getting some big ones too. It's like, I can't believe this late in the season that we're really seeing, you know, this many uh, lobsters. So that's good. Good to hear. Good to see. I can't figure out Steve Waters why after he scores all these lobsters, my phone is not ringing. I don't hear the, I don't hear that magic Uh-oh. ring coming in. Man. Maybe it's the same phone as Rick Buckner. That's the <laughs> Jim, we got to move on, man. But listen, uh, right. hit your books real quick. You got Catching a Bug still for sale? Catching a Bug. Actually, we're out of those. I'm working on my second edition. Okay. Uh, should be out uh, by the end of April. And then Catching a Spirit, uh, which is all about spearfishing and uh, going to the ABCs of spearfishing. Very good book. For beginners and actually fun, uh, you know, if you're an old timer, get some good stories. So catching the bug, catching the spirit, still around. All right, Jim, pleasure talking to you always, my friend, and uh, keep catching those big old bugs, buddy boy. All right, Eric and Steve, thanks. Bye. All right, thank you so much. Steve Waters, we talk about these guys every weekend. It's called convenience, putting fuel in that boat, because we all know how much we love driving to a gas station and trying to squeeze in between a couple of geek knuckleheads trying to, you know, get their gas. And you pull your boat in. There's no respect. You know, they cut you off. They don't, they don't care. 
Yes, I saw that the other day, actually. And they don't care. They just don't run into you. Well, my, my buddy was gassing up his uh, flat spout yeah. in this truck. I mean, like, I don't know, not not quite an 18-wheeler. Uh-huh. Pulls up alongside, and now we're done until he gasses up, and, yep. or, you know, we're stuck there till uh-huh. he's gassed up, gets his coffee, gets his donuts, and his, you know, Pork rinds, whatever. <laughs> well, let me tell you how to save yourself the aggravation. We talk about these folks every weekend. Luke Fuel, L-U-K Fuel, will come to you, Steve Waters. Come to your boat no matter where you are. Could be parked in the backyard, side yard, down by the dock, rack stored. Anywhere you are, Luke Fuel will bring fuel right to you. You cannot beat the convenience, man, at all. Yeah, the convenience and the quality of the fuel as well. We know that ethanol is screwing up so many outboard motors. Well, they sell the Rec 90 gas, okay, which is going to keep that problem away. Also, ultra-low sulfur diesel. Uh, you save money because they're actually cheaper than buying gas at the marinas. And the convenience, there's no – you can't put a price point on that at all. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> big savings. <laughs> Call our friends at Luke Fuel, and please drop our name at the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, if you would. 305-432-3487. 305-432-3487. Luke Fuel, and they deliver it to you. Big show coming up, Steve Waters. We've got the special guest, Jimmy Johnson, 730, talking about his uh, fishing exploits in Isle Morata. Big tournament coming up with him, and also some post-Super Bowl thoughts as well. I and- know. Very excited. He's excited. Can't wait to talk to Jimmy and Captain Still Galore coming up. It is 648 at 940 Wins Miami Sports. Be right back to you. Shut off that engine. You're listening to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. Anything you need to know about fishing or boats, call 866-801-0940. They've got everything you need. You're going to need a bigger boat. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. We're back in the program, 653. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman, driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Saturday morning going Steve Waters. If we weren't doing this radio show, I'd be out fishing, my friend. Not a bad-looking day going. Forecast ain't too shabby. No, it should be very nice. I mean, it should be beautiful weather. I check the um, NOAA forecast. East winds 10 to 15 knots every day, like <sighs> through Wednesday. That's bringing in debris for the mahi-mahi fishermen, you know, bringing some sargasm, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right, but it won't be as rough. You and I and the crew, we were going to go fishing Monday, but, uh, you know, eight-fit seas kind of talked me out of it. You made a good call on that one because that weather got bad. As they went f- further and further, it got big and snotty out there, boy. That was a good call on your part. Well, thank you. Well, you're very welcome. Um, I, uh, having been abused for all these years that yeah. I've been down here, I watch the weather very closely. Weather's rocking. My knees are knocking. That's it. I'm done like with that. that. we got a special, not, not a special guest, but a brand new addition to our program, a female fisherman on the program. We need more women on the show, Steve Waters. And we're talking to Darcy on line number one. She's got a following on YouTube like you would not believe. She fishes quite often. She's been raised fishing since her dad raised her since around five years old. Uh, tournament fisherman as well. Darcy, good morning to you. Good morning, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Darcy. Uh, your name on, uh, I believe, is your Darcy Darcizzle. That's your, that's your kind of your, your screen name. Yeah, on uh, YouTube, my, my name is Darcizzle Offshore. Darcizzle Offshore, okay. Now, you are a hardcore fisherman, are you not? Yes, I am, definitely. <laughs> and uh, I guess tell us some of your exploits. What's been some of your, your, your best uh, catches? Uh, how have you been doing with fishing and your whole story? Um, so I started fishing at the age of three years old, and I was born and raised in Miami, Florida, Florida. 
And my dad started taking me fishing, and we used to mainly go fishing for snapper and also lobstering every single year. Okay. And I've always just loved fishing. And then about four years ago, I started fishing offshore out of Boynton Beach, Florida. And me and my boyfriend have a 23-foot pro line. And pretty much we just go fishing every single weekend, uh, targeting pelagics and whatnot. And um, we kind of just created my social media pages, and I was getting a massive following. And then we decided, well, we need to create a YouTube channel and actually show people, you know, that I can really fish. Um, so we created a YouTube channel about 18 months ago, and we post new videos every single Thursday just about my fishing exploits and mainly us going fishing our 23-foot pro line, but I'll also go fishing with other local charter captains and guides, just playing real fishermen throughout the state of Florida, and we'll create YouTube videos with fishing with them as well. Um, and I just try to provide a lot of tips and tricks and give a lot of information to viewers so they can do the same thing that I do. Um, and I also do fish a lot of tournaments. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't, I'm not fishing the Sailfish Challenge right now, um, but I wish I was. But I do fish a lot of KDWs and stuff like that. So I'm constantly active on the water. I just quit my full-time job to focus on fishing full-time. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, So I just got a lot of great things coming up this year. Hi, Darcy. This is Steve Waters uh, with the uh, Weekly Fisherman and uh, also the Outdoors Writer for the Sun Sentinel newspaper. Do you fish every week then or like two, three days a week? Yeah, before I was just fishing on the weekends. I was fishing every Saturday and Sunday, um, but now I'm planning on fishing a lot more, probably like three or four times a week, just as much as we possibly can. And right now, trying to get out there with the spinner shark migration and trying to focus on them. Yeah, I heard they're pretty thick off of Palm Beach County. Yeah, yeah. I, we were out there last week looking for them, and we didn't un- end up finding them, but we're hoping to get out there in the next couple of days and, you know, get on them because they're really they're really a fun fish to catch. Yeah, they're, they're pretty thick off North Palm Beach, so there's there's you might want to investigate that. <laughs> I might do Definitely. that, too, yeah. I, happen to, I was reading uh, Coastal Angler Magazine, Steve Waters. That's, actually, that's how I found Darcy. She writes for the uh, magazine. Very nice article about uh, using, I think, shrimp was her last article. But, uh, Darcy, your, your favorite target species, if you had anything to catch in this world, what would be your favorite fish? Uh, my favorite fish to catch is probably a wahoo. They are a really, really fun fish to catch. Um, just seeing those stripes in the water coming up on the side of the boat is just extremely exciting. And they're really a delicious fish, too. Um, one of my favorites to eat. And um, they're just they're just a great fish. They put up a great fight. Um, and a lot of the times we'll catch them on the high speed troll. And I just recently caught one about a month ago on a live bait. I was letting out a little perfect size goggle eye. And um, it just got hit, right? Uh, it was just, it just got hit as I was letting it out on the top line. And um, it was just smoking out. I couldn't even close the bale, and it ended up being a 46-pound <laughs> wahoo. Wow. So it was really, really awesome, and I just love those fish. You know what, Steve? She can catch the fish that we catch, so we're not these big macho men, man. We have a, a very petite lady here, Darcy. I've seen a picture of her. She's not a big hulking, you know, WrestleMania person. Oh, okay. Okay. Not, not like the uh, East German weightlifting uh, team? Yes, yeah, exactly, man. A petite lady, but she's got skills. She's got strength. She's catching wahoo, catching mahi. Uh, you ever catch a thing, uh, like a blue marlin before, Darcy, at all? I never have. I've only my first and only billfish has been a sailfish so far. Okay, um, but I would definitely want to catch some marlin, some striped marlin, whichever. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, tell folks again how to follow you on uh, YouTube and your social media stuff. Okay, 
So on YouTube, my username is Darsizzle Offshore, and that's two words. And Darsizzle is D-A-R-Sizzle, C-I-Z-Z-L-E. And um, you can follow me there on YouTube. You can also check me out on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, I'm just Darsizzle. Um, and you can check that out. I have 68,000 followers. Mm. And you can also check out my Twitter and my Facebook page, which is Star Sizzle as well. Quite the social maven she is, Steve Waters, but, uh, you know, she deserves it. She works hard at fishing, and they're following her, which is great. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe we could uh, link to some of Darcy's videos on our station website, 940winds.com. We should. And then you just go to On Air, click on the Weekly Fisherman. You can see my Sun Sentinel columns and all kinds of stuff. Instagram photos, Facebook posts, all all right. right there. Hey, Darcy, a pleasure talking to you. Let's be a regular on the program, okay? Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. Steve Waters at the Boat Show. Everybody was checking out our Century Boat Lines. We had a nice uh, display area inside Tent C. Uh, Folks will walk by there and check out the beautiful Century Boats we've got on display. That 30 Express, of course, through some interest. We have the brand new 24 that was out there. And, uh, you know, again, my fave. I'm looking at this information sheet. If I could buy one boat to me that's easy to trailer and easy to maneuver, I'd buy that 23-footer. You know, it works for me, man, you know? I, I know. Rick is trying to get you to... Take that baby home. I mean, Rick Buckner, the mechanic yeah. guy? Yeah, I know. Well, if, he, if I may, Rick made, I can probably buy one, okay? But anyway, uh, of course, they're made so well, Steve Waters. Extra glass on those boats makes them a little heavier than most of the uh, models uh, in that class. Uh, they ride great, great deep V, uh, fit and finish second to none. I mean, just really a fantastic, well-made boat. Uh, lots of hatches to put stuff in, like fish and storage, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good to have uh, a nice fish box. No, you got a beautiful fish box, live well galore. Uh, just a really great boat. And again, we have a, a fabulous price of these boats now. We want to get you in a brand new Century for 2016. Come by and see us at 50 South Bryant Road, Dania Beach, or nauticalventures.com and check them out. By the way, speaking of uh, boats, and by the way, North Palm locations got demo day going on today, Steve Waters. Oh, very nice. Go up there, demo kayaks and tenders and a couple of boats. Get out there in their aqua zone as well. So check out North uh, Palm and uh, have a blast to check, of course, the information at nauticalventures.com. Okay. 7 o'clock hour is huge. Why yeah. is it huge? Because, Why is it huge? Because yeah. it's our last hour. We try to cram as much as we can in. 7.30 special guest is Coach Jimmy Johnson on the program, Steve. Can't wait to talk to our good friend Jimmy. I'm looking to catch up with Coach Jimmy. He was on our very first show. Yeah, he was. And, uh, you know, that was before the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. So maybe we'll uh, talk a little football, definitely talk some fishing. You got it, buddy boy. 702 at 940 wins. Be right back to you. Welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, the radio show that's put on by fishermen for fishermen and all about catching fish. Never did see so much activity. Call the show anytime at 866-801-0940. We want to hear from you. If you think you're nervous now, ha, wait till you're on the air. And here to hook you up with local captains and crew so you can reel in more than bragging rights is waterman Eric Brandon. I can't function without my coffee. And Sun Sentinel fishing writer Steve Waters. Coffee is ready, sir. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. 707, welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. It's me, E.B., with our good friend, co-host for 10 years now, Steve Waters, the main man for the Sun Sentinel newspaper, Steve Waters. You're yes, a real right machine, brother man. I know. I've had a busy week, and... Uh, Busy two weeks coming up. Got the Honda Classic Golf Tournament this coming week, and then the 
WGC Cadillac Championship at Trump National Doral, which uh, should be interesting because if uh, <laughs> Donald Trump is there, uh, you know, I like to talk golf. I yeah. don't care about the politics. Let's leave it alone. If I have to uh, fight off Anderson Cooper and uh, <laughs> those other uh, mainstream yeah. news clowns, gotcha. it could get ugly. Well, just stick to your golf thing. You'll be fine. Well, that's what I'm going to tell them. We're here to talk golf. Yeah, not, not politics. politics. There you go. Let's talk some kayak news. Steve Waters, our friend Joe Hector, of course, who runs a mean tournament. Had a terrific turnout, by the way, with that uh, kayak uh, challenge. Uh, saltwater smack down he did. Huge turnout. Guys around the planet showed up for that thing. That's right. But a local boy won, which made everybody here happy. His name was? Austin Collins from Delray Beach. And you wrote about him, too, didn't you? I did. All yes, right. sir. Caught, uh, caught two sailfish. Uh, First one of the tournament, and the second to last one of the tournament to win. Well, Joe Hector, welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. Living the dream. Living the dream. I still can't. I've never done this offshore kayak fishing, Steve Waters. I'm still thinking about this, Joe. Uh, hooking into a big uh, sailfish or some kind of a big pelagic fish, and just having yourself dragged in the ocean by that monster, it's got to be a thrill oh. of a lifetime. You know what I mean? Oh, it's such a thrill. And you know it's a crazy stat, because uh, you guys were just talking about Austin and winning the tournament, being a local. Do you know that he was the first local to win the Sailfish Smackdown? I didn't know that, no. I, well, I knew the first one, Joe, you had two guys from Oklahoma, first and yeah. second. They never even caught a Sailfish <laughs> before. Yeah. And, uh, then, we had, uh, then we had John Vinarchik, and he was he's from... Um, uh, the the whole other side of Florida, the some I forget the name of the place he was from, but he never fished in a kayak before, let alone catch a sailfish. That is crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Good luck. Which just goes to show you how great kayak fishing is. And the average Joe can actually do this. That's thing. it. You, know you don't I mean? have to know about fishing kites. Joe. You don't have to know about you know um, trolling stuff or you know putting out seven or eight lines right. at a time right. just go out with your pilchard or your goggle eye behind the kayak and pedal around and catch a fish now i'm glad you brought that up because every weekend joe does some kayak tips for us and we're talking about uh, i believe joe and i talked this week joe about live bait on your kayak man talk about that well that's essential that's that's your lifeline uh that's the one thing that you gotta have especially when you're fishing a tournament and right now because of our rule change, anglers can't get bait on the water anymore from us. So they can only pick it up in the morning, which means that you got to load up on your bait, which also means that you need a good, sufficient live well. Mm-hmm. And that right now is kind of the new thing. And Hobie comes out with some really good live wells. They actually have the new one, the XL, uh, which is for the PA, which is awesome we got one for our raffle and they also have the normal hobie live well which i would say i've seen the growth in that around 50 percent in our boys in the tournament so you could also and this is what a lot of people do as well actually the oklahoma guys did it uh, a few years ago you could do it yourself so you can get um, you know those big uh they hold uh dog food and they take one of those I don't even know what you call them. They're like a uh, like a tub, and it's got a uh, twist top, and you drill some holes, and you can hook that sucker up to your <laughs> kayak and have a sufficient live well that way as well. Them Oklahoma boys there sure are resourceful there, State Waters. Okay, well now... With the dog can. All right, so I have some questions for you, Joe. So 
Is this sure. something like a container you just put in the water and it's, it's no, attached? No, no, it's okay. actually going to be hooked up to the back of your kayak, just like a normal Hobie live well. Okay. And, and it's gonna, and you're basically doing the same thing where, you know, you're going to have your running water. Uh, it's going to be going through that. And then you can also obviously do, which is what I've always done for years, was the five-gallon bucket with two or three aerators. Okay. So you can hold more gogs. And I've, I kept alive the most, when I had it that way, six gogs. But if I was going to fish a tournament, I would definitely go with the Hobie Livewell. Okay. Is that battery-powered, or is it, do you have, like, a battery in your kayak Correct. that powers it? I mean, like a 12-volt, right. or? Yeah, yes. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And then there's, a, there's another one that I've, I've been seeing, and, I, and I'm not really a fan of this one, where they're putting the live well it, where the um, where your mirage drive goes. They're yes. putting it in the front, so it's literally right in front of them, and they can just scoop their, their bait out, and they don't have to turn. So I don't like that one only because if it's, if it's choppy, and it's so much weight in that area that you could definitely flip. So um, I'm just, you know, but that's what a lot of guys are doing as well, especially the guys that are kite fishing off the kayak. They're using it in the front because they got so much going on. Yeah, gotcha. And it's just an overflow system where it just keeps overflowing. Right. And by the way, last thing, see, Waters, in case you guys want to put those Hobie uh, live walls in your boat, uh, come by and see us at Nautical Ventures. You got to Dylan out there with uh, Ryan and the guys. And they will put one yeah. in and hook you up, man, for hook sure. Up, yeah, and you, and you guys got to check out the new XLs because they're, that's something that I think is going to grow fast, and they're phenomenal. All right, Joe, listen, a pleasure as always, my friend. Let's get out there and uh, pedal uh, one of these bad boys real quick, you and I and Steve. All right, man. I'll All right. see you guys. Okay. Thank you, Joe Hector. He's back on the program. Steve Waters never been on the show since so we moved to 940, but he's back on the show. Jimbo Thomas, of course, the fabulous Thomas Flyer. Jimbo, welcome back, my man. How are you? I'm great. Good to be here, guys. Sorry I missed out the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you always fishing we, around the world, man. Yeah, well, we talked to your brother, Rick. He was great. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry about that. Don't start a feud, Steve, and the family, I'm just okay? saying. You know, we haven't ignored him. Just okay. Rick picked up the phone, and he was great. I <laughs> right, have to do better. Well, you're back in the show, man. What's been biting on the Thomas Flyer this week? Well, we have been out most every day the last couple of weeks, and it's been not great, but it hasn't been terrible. We've had to work for everything that we've been catching, not to mention fishing in some inclement weather. It was quite rough out there yesterday. Looks like uh, we've got a lot a lot less wind today, although I'm sitting at the dock still waiting for our group to show up, and the wind's starting to pick up a little bit, but I know they're predicting less. But a few sailfish, there have been some dolphin mixed in, an occasional blackfin tuna, and an occasional king, and pretty much everything we've been catching on the kites. And we've been uh, fishing on the deep side for the most part because it's been dirty water in close. And the last couple of days, we've had to run south of Fowey Light to find some halfway decent colored water. It's been like pea soup water out to three or 400 feet in the government cut area. But as you get down south around Triumph Reef, or even the Sir Scott area, which is about five miles below Spowy Light, then the water starts to, to get a little bluer, and we've been seeing some north current. Unfortunately, today I've only got a half day, so I'm not going to be able to make it that far, but there's a good possibility that that nicer water has, has pushed to the north, so let's hope that happens. 
So uh, we've been putting the kites out. We've been fishing herrings, and that's how we've been catching our fish. We did have uh, a dolphin that was 21 pounds a couple days ago. That's the biggest one we've had in the last week. And then there's also been some amberjacks on the wrecks. If you drop a big pinfish down or a speedo or a goggle eye, drop it down on any of these wrecks out in the 250 to 300 foot range. There's been some big amberjacks if you want to bend a rod because uh, uh, you haven't been able to catch anything otherwise. So we've been doing that also. And we have uh, let go a few nice sized groupers while we're dropping on those wrecks also. Unfortunately, we got to let them go because of the closed season. We had one day uh, a week ago, we had two black groupers in the 35-pound range and one in the 25-pound range, and they were just, just beautiful fish, but we had to let them go. So we took a picture of them. We pulled all the other hooks out of their mouth, and we turned them loose. One of them had five hooks in his mouth. Wow. Oof. And uh, the other one had three or four hooks, one of them, which was ours, that we had lost about 20 minutes earlier. <laughs> so uh, I, I know where they're at. So come May 1st, we're going to go try and catch them. So maybe they'll be 38 pounds instead of 35 pounds by then. All right, Jimbo. Hey, buddy, boy, good having the show. We have to rock and roll. But uh, make sure you have your right number for folks to call to book your boat. Is it 305-984-5248? Nope, it's 305-984-5248. Three seven four four one three three. If you want to talk to Rick, that's the other number that you want to call. The All right, one you were just mentioning. I have so the... you just disregard that number. Okay, <laughs> I have the right number, Jimbo. Okay, thanks for correcting me, my friend. Have a good day. Catch him up, and we'll talk next weekend. Okay, you got it, guys. Good luck, everybody. Thank you very much. Steve on the show, of course, is Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman, driven by Buddy Davis Boats, and we love Buddy Davis Boats at Nautical Ventures. Our top of the line, it's the bad boy. It yes, is the sir. bad boy. Beautiful boat it is. We're talking to Frank, and uh, we're talking to some of our owners of Buddy Davis Boats, and uh, Frank has been a buddy man for quite a while. Frank, good morning to you, my friend. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Frank, you are a captain, are you not? I am. Okay, I'm so... In New York City. And you've had a buddy. Name. What size is your buddy, first of all? How big is your boat? Uh, the one I just got for myself is a 28, but I've been fishing on a 48 for many years. Okay. And I guess, Steve Waters, a question I would ask Frank of all the boats on the market, why did you choose Buddy Davis, Frank? Well, I, in my 17 years of guiding, I've owned 11 new center consoles. You know, I had three contenders, two regulators, some action crafts, and dolphin skiffs, and I've I've owned some nice boats, but I tell you, this is by far, you know, the boat that stands out the most, the fit and finish, the, it goes on and on. And then, you know, the ride, you know, is is incredible. For a rough sea boat, a boat that you got to get out there and enjoy as many days on the water, and for a guy who's making a career out of it, you got to get out there as many days as you can. There's nothing that compares to this boat, and that's that's truly the way I feel about this boat. So, Frank, does your 28 center console ride like your old uh, 48 Buddy Davis sport fisherman? <laughs> Just a little bit. But I'll tell you, we tournament fish out of that, that bigger boat. There's 60s and 70s that, that'll either not fish the tournament day or, you know, go into a different port on the way home and then drive home on the inside or something. And, you know, we leave and go back to the same port every time. We have never had to change our plans in that boat. And it is like a shrunk-down version of that boat. It truly is. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's got the great Buddy Davis ride, nice and dry, that Carolina flair, and uh, and really well made as well. Right. I mean, it's, it's simple, you know, geometry. You look at the angles on that boat, and a lot of people say, you know, this boat's dry or that boat's dry. If, if, the water, if you push that bow down into the water, the water's going to ride up the side. If you've got a straight-sided hull, it's going to shoot straight up, and you're going to drive through it. I don't care what brand it is. If the, you have that flare, that water's going to get pushed away. And as long as that wind doesn't push it back through, you're driving through while that water's off to the side. Now, Frank, tell That's us again, what waters are you fishing in your boat, by the way? Where are you at? Uh, we're in here in New York and New Jersey. So we fish from Cape May, New Jersey, you know, up to New York City. Now, I've seen some uh, stuff about up north fishing, Steve Waters. The waters can be very snotty up there. I would not want to be in anything but a Buddy Davis boat, Frank, tell you the truth. I mean, that's a safe boat, a great riding boat, and a dry boat, man, you know? Right. And the other thing is, you know, they're legendary. These holes are legendary throughout the world. You know, if you ever want to see, I mean, sometimes we get bombarded in the United States with advertising, and it might override what, you know, you your perception is of what a good boat is. If you want to see what a good boat is, Go to another country and see what the people there that have means are driving or what they respect. And, you know, you'll see, you know, the legendary names like Bertram and Buddy Davis are the ones that instant recognition. They're out there, you know, hulls that are, you know, 30, 40 years old, still making a living every day. <laughs> and that's really what you can judge that, you know, the longevity of a boat is by you know, how many times has gone through someone's hands and is it still being used? And this is one of those hulls. The the center consoles are not as well known as the bigger boats. And hopefully we're going to change that, you know, by driving this boat and using it in the tournament circuit and uh, showing it off a little bit, you know. Well, no doubt about that, Steve Waters. Jim Turner, our man at Buddy Davis, will certainly uh, build you the boat of your dreams. I'm thinking also, if you buy one, Buddy Davis might be the last boat you ever buy, to tell you the truth, you know? Yeah, Good for, yeah, right. good, good for us, not so good for you, Eric. <laughs> Keep that boat forever because it's never going to break down on you, man. It's a great, great riding machine, right? <laughs> All right, Frank, well, listen, sure. it's a pleasure talking to you, my friend. Enjoy your Buddy Davis boat. Uh, thanks for checking in and continue good luck on your captain's uh, business and catch those big old fish up in New York. Yeah, and if you guys want to see that Buddy Davis in action, check out, check out my TV show, Fin Chasers. It's on every weekend morning. And the whole second season, we're taking that Buddy Davis and hitting the road. So you'll be able to see me running through its paces the whole time. I know We had a TV star on the phone here as well, Steve Waters. I didn't know either. That's <laughs> terrific. Now Mike. we know. <laughs> we like to keep it a secret. secret. All right. Frank, you're a great guy. Good talking <laughs> to you, my you, friend. Man. Enjoy your buddy and have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks so All much. All right. Thank you. Take All care, right. guys. Bye-bye. Have some coffee, Steve Waters. you got some questions lined up for our special guest coming up next. I do. You got them all ready to go? Uh, they're all right here. All right, folks, our friend, our good friend, great fishing guy that he is, uh, coach, the legendary coach, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, he's in Alamorada most of the year, Steve Waters, outside of football, catching fish on his boats. Uh, he loves offshore fishing by himself primarily, I might add. Occasionally he takes out some other coaches. I understand Belichick's a good friend of his. That's right. Belichick likes to take his broadcast partners, uh, Bradshaw, Howie Long. I don't know if he's taking uh, Michael out. Can you imagine that group of guys we'll with Jimmy all of his buddies on that boat? What a cast of characters, huh? Yeah, no. It's uh, I fished with them. It is a treat. All right. Dr. Coach JJ coming up next at 724 at 940 wins Miami Sports. 
Supposedly, Cousteau and his cronies invented the idea of putting walkie-talkies into the helmet. But we made ours with a special rabbit ear on the top so we could pipe in some music. Let's hear those fish and reels sing. Now back to more fish talk on the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. As the son of a son of a sailor. How the soothing sounds of Jimmy Vuppet. My man, Jimmy, singing that song. 729, welcome back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman, driven by Buddy Davis Boats. Not a bad-looking Saturday morning. Stepped outdoors during the break, Steve Waters. A little gray in the air. Uh, gray in the sky, rather. But uh, later on, it's supposed to be not a bad-looking fishing day. Not oh, too shabby. Partly sunny skies, a little breeze blowing. A little chill in the air. Seas uh, running, what, approximately, Mr. Uh, Guru? It should be about 2 to 3, I think. You know, east winds 10 to 15. Uh-huh. So. All right. I do believe our man's on line number one, Steve Waters. Excellent. Our friend, Coach Jimmy Johnson. Coach, good morning to you, my friend. How you doing? Eric, how are you and Steve doing this morning? <laughs> We're doing great. Always talking to you, man. One of the happiest gentlemen I've ever met in my life <laughs> on the phone and on TV. Uh, just great having a show, Coach, really. Well, yeah. How can you not be happy living in down in the Florida Keys? We've got a lot of good things down here. Well, there's one thing about Coach, I must tell you, I did take your bet on the uh, Super Bowl, about betting on the Panthers, oh, and, oh, I'm, and sorry. I'm living under a bridge now, so <laughs> you, you you know, know, I, I picked the wrong team, man. I was with some people about uh, oh, three or four days before the game, and they, I said, hey, it's a lock. I said, Carolina all the way. Yeah. And, you know, it's baffling because, yeah, I really think Carolina had the better team. Mm-hmm. But they just weren't prepared, or you know, they couldn't handle the blitz uh, yeah. for for Denver. And you know, Wade Phillips just did a great job of preparing for that ball game. And uh, and like I said, Carolina just did not handle the blitz very well. And they turned the ball over, and you turn the ball over, you're going to lose. Yeah, I tell you, Peyton Manning's game wasn't that great, Coach. But again, their defense was just absolutely swarming. Oh, so my just, gosh! You know, it, it, and but they played that way all year long, so it wasn't a surprise. Well, what made me happy also, Steve Waters, during the season, was watching Brady sacked about five times by... Uh, by <laughs> Wait a minute, that's you know my mean? buddy. If Bill Belichick and his gal, Linda Holiday, they were here at the house here oh, a week before last. Okay. And and we, we were rehashing. Uh, of course, you know, Bill wanted to say, well, what do you think about our Denver game? Ah, da, da, da. We should have beaten them on and on. Of course, they lost right at the last minute. Uh, he was all upset, but they had a great year. I told him, I said, he did his final job of coaching this year. Is he has coached uh, at any time with all the injuries they had at New England? He's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. He really is. Yeah. He's an amazing coach for sure. Uh, let's get back to you a little bit, Coach. Now it's uh, time for you to relax. No more TV travels. You get the fish on Alamrata anytime you want. Just jump on your boats and go. You know. Yeah. In fact, I heard you talking about you know how it's going to be a real nice, smooth day. I, you know, in my older age, I, I've gotten spoiled. And if I see a white cap, I'm not going out there. <laughs> right. nor, nor I either, Coach. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so today's going to be a nautical fish uh, flea market for me. Yeah, I always have a big time at that. Okay, okay. so we'll chop it at our guest today. Yeah, huh? well, have it, Coach. Have you had a chance to fish uh, since the Super Bowl? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I went out uh, day before yesterday. Uh, went out to the Lamarada Hump and. And got uh, half a dozen uh, tuna. Got, in fact, I was by myself and, and got one triple on. And you know, after I got those three in, I said, "Okay, that's enough. I'm, I'm going back to <laughs> clean these fish." <laughs> you had triple tunas on the uh, boat. You're by yourself, coach, right? Uh, uh, that's right. Tangled lines and everything. But I, wow. In, in fact, uh, one of my buddies uh, 
on the seahorse of uh, uh, Rodriguez. He he called and said, Coach, he said, you're busy over there. I said, yeah, this is work getting three in at a time. <laughs> That's how you roll. <laughs> well, Jimmy likes to fish by himself. I mean, that's his main way of fishing, Steve. He's, we talked before. He goes off by himself. He relaxes. Nobody to bother him and uh, catches fish, and it's all good. You know? Well, yeah. that's, that's the challenge. You know, it's a challenge to be able to run the boat. You know, I've actually caught five blue marlin out there by myself, got them oh. to the boat. And, uh, you know, it's a challenge to run the boat, to reel the fish in, get the other lines in, not to get any tangles. And, and you know, and then, you know, if it's a fish that I'm going to keep, you know, gaffing a big dolphin or a wahoo, uh, you know, it, it, it's a challenge. And I like it that way. And then, then every now and then I want to relax and I'll take three or four guys, my buddies down here, and, and I'll just run the boat and I'll let them, you know, catch the fish and, you know, get right. them in the boat. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but th- three tuners at one time. I wouldn't know which one to fight first, you know, or, okay, that's one's yeah. taking line. Well, now what do I do? Right. That, that's, and, Steve, can, at the Alamrata Hump, you got to get them in pretty quick because if you don't, the shark's going to get them. That's it, yeah. That's, that's it. right. Yeah, when you, when you said, oh, I hooked three, I was waiting to find out how many you landed. So three for three. <laughs> no, that, I, all three were in the boat. Now, that in, is in fact, impressive. I made some great tuna salad here right as soon as I got home. Awesome. <laughs> Sushi or uh, just a little lightly uh, charred, Steve Waters. I like my tuna kind of raw in the middle. Uh, <laughs> so, Coach, now um, let's talk about something coming up here. You've got a tournament you run every year, do you not? Yeah. In in fact, uh, you know, we've had just tremendous success, you know, and a turnout with the the tournament we have there at uh, Jimmy Johnson's Big Chill. And, you know, there's a celebrity, you know, celebrity event uh, there the 9th, you know, Wednesday the 9th, where we're going to have a bunch of Miami Dolphin, Miami Hurricane players. They come down every year, and, and so they'll be on the various boats. They do that the 9th, and then uh, the 10th, 11th, and uh, 12th, you know, we have the tournament. And like I said, it's been a great turnout. Now, they have some great parties. Oh, Larry Calvano with Big Chill, <laughs> He puts out a spread now. <laughs> In fact, I can't go there very often, and I got to watch my weight because he puts out too good of food. Wow, Ellie. Well, this is so Jimmy Johnson's Fishing Championship Week. It's like the Super Bowl of fishing. From uh, I'm looking at the website at jjfishweek.com. So yeah, you've got March 9th, 10th, and then fishing um, the 10th, 11th, 12th, like you said. So out of uh, Ocean Reef or Mariner's Cove, is that it? Right, and, 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 and Steve, you know, if you look there, the, the amount of money that's been won by you know, these winning boats, uh, it's, it's unbelievable with the Calcutta and, the, and all the prizes that they've got. It's a, it's a big tournament, a, a huge turnout. Yeah, you, yeah, definitely big time, and uh, so it's uh, just go out and try to catch as many selfish as you can. That's it, or just go out there and enjoy it like I do. I'm kind of curious, uh, Coach, and drop some names of some guys you might know that might be showing up in that celebrity status you got there. Oh, you know, Michael Irvin's come down every year, and uh, Ted Hendricks, uh, Howie Long was here, you know, Bradshaw was here you know, one year. Let's see. Uh, you never know. You know, Sam Madison comes down every year, Danny Stubbs. Uh, you, know, you know, we've. Like I said, you know, we've got a huge list of guys that come down every year. I've got a curious coach. Which one of those guys uh, usually curses the most when they lose a fish? 
Oh, uh, <laughs> probably Michael Irvin. You know, <laughs> you know, my, Michael's pretty competitive on this fishing thing. Right. Yeah. He sounds like me. When I lose a fish, I drop some explicatives I can't use on the radio. I don't like you losing know, fish. It, it doesn't bother me if, if I lose them you know, early, but... Well, just oh, just rankles me if I lose one right at the boat. Yeah, you know, there you yeah. go. Yeah, about the time I'm going to release it, or about the time I'm going to gaff a fish that I'm going to keep. You know, if I lose it at the boat, now that 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 upsets me. Yeah, it's kind of like fumbling on the one yard line, right? Right, that's right. If you see it, you know, and you see what how big a fish it is, and and you know about it, right? Uh, that's disappointing. Now, if you lose it and it's a hundred feet out and never saw the fish, right. well, hey, no yeah, big deal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've been with guys Steve Waters who fished before when a guy was actually uh, fumbling with the gaff and uh, took a couple of swings at it, and, and Coach, he swung and he knocked the hook out of the fish. That really ticked me off as well. Uh, oh, Yeah, I, 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 in fact, most of the time on my boat, I do the gaffing because, I mean, there's an art to it, and, and if you haven't gaffed fish before, I mean, I've, I've got a buddy down here, Mark Brown, you know, he had about a 50-pound dolphin, and, uh, you know, I had actually reeled it in. He was going to gaff it. Well, he went to gaff it, and there went the fish and my gaff. Ooh. <laughs> and I said, he said, yeah. that thing's heavier than what I thought it was. I said, yeah, and now you're going to have to buy me a new gaff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Buy me a new gaff. Well, Coach, you know what? We could talk to you for the rest of the show, but, again, let's plug that tournament scene one more time to enter Jimmy's uh, tournament coming up here very soon. Uh, get in early. Yeah, that's for it. sure. Jimmy Johnson's Fishing Championship Week down in uh, Key Largo. Uh-huh. And uh, go to JJFishWeek week.com all the info's there and you could fish with a celebrity you could uh fish in the three-day tournament and i, I saw coach on the website over a million dollars given out that's great yeah un- unbelievable the amount of money that some of these teams win. uh so i mean it's it's a serious business now on my boat with me i just go out there for the fun uh but uh you know, some of these teams, I mean, it's amazing. that They've got it down to a scientist catching these sailfish and releasing them. Well, Coach, I'll tell you what, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, hopefully we'll see you at Alam Rada probably jogging like you normally do along the side of the road. All right, fish. Yeah, I appreciate it. In fact, I'm going for a jog right now, right down to the <laughs> nautical flea market. And, and I apologize for my Carolina pick in the Super Bowl. Not a problem, Coach. I'll recoup that money after about 25 shows. I'll be back in my house. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Coach Jimmy Johnson. A pleasure as always, my friend. Thanks a okay. lot. Talk to you guys. All right. Thanks, Coach. What a fine gent he is, Steve Waters. What a down-to-earth dude, man. Really terrific guy. I mean, great guy, great fisherman, just, you know, is like a neighbor kind of dude, you know what I mean? Absolutely. All right. Take a little break. We have some more captains coming up. 740 on the dot at 940 wins. Miami Sports. Got a question for the captains? Call the show now at 866-801-0940 and get hooked up. We tried to contact them several times by radio, but they didn't answer. Now, back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. What a fine show, Steve Waters. Talk to our guy Frank about his Buddy Davis boat, which is cool hearing about a man who loves that machine as much as we love talking about it. Absolutely, and great to have Coach Johnson on. Coach Jimmy was on. We talked about the Fort Lauderdale Billfish Tournament coming up uh, very soon with our good friend. Yeah, uh, we've covered a lot of water. A lot of water, a lot of topics, man. But again, uh, let's go back to some fish news. We have captains that have been on a program every week with us, and uh, we can't miss Chris Lemieux. Come on, everybody. Absolutely not. Let's get right to him. Captain Chris, good morning, my brother. How are you? 
Good morning, guys. How's it going? It's going great, Chris. Tell me some happy news on fishing this week. What you been seeing? Uh, it's been it's been decent, but it hasn't been great. Um, we're still plagued by a lot of dirty water, unfortunately. Um, the spillways are still in wide open flood mode. It seems like, and we've had a lot of dirty water anywhere from three hundred, two hundred fifty foot to three hundred foot all the way into the beach. So, it's been kind of tough to uh, get the get the sails biting and the, get the pelagics biting with that dirty water. They don't really like swimming in fresh water too much. So. <laughs> You know, we've yeah. been making the best out of it and catching at least one one sail a trip. Um, we had, you know, it was good this week. I had an uncle of mine from out of town, and he's never caught one before, so we caught a couple sails. Um, had a New York City firefighter, never caught a sailfish before. We caught him one. So, um, it, you know, it hasn't been great, but it's been pretty good. Um, earlier in the week, some guys, uh, some tournament boats that were pre-fishing, fished up in Jupiter and had double digits catches you know um but that was all the way up in jupiter so but yeah we've been we've been making it happen you know catching a few kingfish here and there while we're we're flying the kite and doing the live bait thing and um and that's pretty much it just at the end of the trip you know just going bottom fishing uh catching some snappers and um catching a few groupers here and there kind of letting go and so yeah it's been it's been pretty good so, Chris, I'm wondering, with all that dirty water, is there any kind of Spanish mackerel fishing to speak of, or are they way off the beach? Not, not. Unfortunately, there, there's a dredge project where they're doing sand renourishment um, around the beaches in my area. Yeah. So we're having a, a pretty big issue right now with the water on the beaches being really, really, really dirty. Um, there has been a few sharks, but I haven't seen the numbers that I generally see this time of year, and I think it's just because there's pretty much a two two or three-mile stretch of beach that has pipes and dredges and everything on it. So it's been, you know, it's kind of been messing that up, that inshore stuff. There's We have been catching a few bluefish in there, but it hasn't really been worth it to get in there. Sure. So. Now that snapper bite, uh, your snapper bite there, Chris, is that like a daytime thing or a late afternoon bite, or when's the best time to go? Yeah, we, it's been pretty good. All, uh, you know, every time, any time that I've been wanting to go, it's been pretty consistent. It didn't matter if it was in the middle of the day, in the morning, in the afternoon. Um, you know, it's we've been catching a few muttons there in, in on the reef while we're uh, while we're drifting, um, fish a deep bait, and uh, catch a few muttons, a couple yellowtails. Um, the vermilion snappers are still biting really good. Um, we had some really really big trigger fish this week, which. No, a lot of people don't like cleaning them, but they are phenomenal <laughs> eating. You know, yeah, um, yeah. So, catching some trigger fish along with some vermilions, a few yellowtails and muttons, and yeah, same thing. You know, just you, you can either use cut bait, uh, cut sardines, or live bait on the bottom for the muttons, and, and then use squid and stuff like that for the vermilions. Is probably your best bet on that. All right, man, sounds great, Chris. You got any chances for openings this week for folks who want to call your your number and uh, book your boat? Yeah, absolutely. Um, pretty got. You know, I'm fishing tomorrow morning. Got a pretty open week, so if you want to go, give me a call, and uh, we'll get you out there. Hopefully, we we'll catch a sailfish and uh, get you some dinner. I can't find your number on my sheet. So, Would you give, give us your number, please? Yep, it's five six one seven six seven six two one one. All right, Chris. Thank you so much, man. Catch him up. Have a fine day. We'll talk next weekend. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend. You, you got too, it, Chris. Steve Noborf place uh, fun to work. To, if I could speak proper English, no, f- <laughs> it's not a funner place to work, man. They're where I go every day. Nautical Ventures, Marina, Dania Beach.
I get to walk around boats all flipping day long. Centuries, Glass Streams, Buddy Davis, you know, uh, showing clients these boats. They get up on the boat. They're all amazed, by the way, at the, the pricing, uh, how great the boats look and sure. all the amenities, et cetera. And you walk inside the store, and what do you see, man? I mean, come on. It's, it's a giant toy store for That's water right. stuff. You know, Unbelievable. Kayaks. Paddle boards. SUPs. Electric bicycles. Electric skateboards. Uh, the, well, what, what are those water jets that? Fly you up into the air. The, the jetpack for your feet? Jet yeah. Pack, you got yeah. those. You got the sea breacher. We've also got uh, uh, shoes and clothing, et cetera. And uh, try before you buy everything behind the Aqua Zone. You go ch- test drive a kayak or test drive a boat behind the Aqua Zone. But I mentioned also a North Palm location today has Demo Day with a free barbecue. Go out there and test run some kayaks, SUPs, boats, et cetera. So, North Palm locations got that. And to find the address and find out more details anytime, Nautical Ventures. Dot com. Take a little break. Our final wrap-up coming up here at 7.50 on the dot and 9.40 wins Miami sports. Need to get on the water, but your boat needs a little TLC? Then tune in to our Shop Talk segment with Nautical Ventures Chief Mechanic Rick Buckner. Email Rick your questions in advance at rickb at nauticalventures.com, and we'll answer them live on the air. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Driven by Buddy Davis Boats. With Eric Brandon and Steve Waters. You just make yourself right at home and stay as long as you want to. Bone to be wild. Steve Waters, it's been a great show, man. What a fine program. Six o'clock, we started this uh, show. We've just been rocking ever since, man. I mean, yeah. guest up the wazoo today, man. Holy cow. Yeah, I can't believe we're out of time. There's so many captains we didn't get on. I would apologize to Richard Stancic, our buddy. We didn't get him on this morning. Right, Captain Brian Sanders. Sanders, we get patiently. But uh, Richard did uh, let me know that uh, some nice fish on wreck sent me photos of a big mutton snapper. Okay. Nice African pompano. So if you're down in Island Morada, mm-hmm. fish the wrecks. Now, of course, uh, Jimmy Johnson on the program this morning said if he sees a white cap, he's not, he's not fishing. I'm thinking it might be a little little snotty stuff off sto- offshore in, in the Keys today, Steve. No, no, only one white cap. He's not going. Oh, just one white cap, and he's yeah. avoiding it. Uh, Coach Jimmy Johnson was great. Talked about his fishing exploits, uh, just about post football stuff, and always a great guest on the show. Always welcome. Oh, terrific! Yeah, yeah, always. yeah he's because he's a hardcore fisherman. We love having him on. We do. I'll get a wrap up from uh, from Mike over there. So your day is what covering golf, my brother? Uh yep. Be doing golf stuff first tee of Broward County. Okay, taking veterans golfing. Terrific, man. Come on, Nautical Ventures in Dania Beach today. Buy a boat from me, man. Buy a boat today. I want to sell you one today. All right, you'll be there at ten o'clock. I'll be there, man. Mike behind the glass. Thank you so much. You got Jeff DeForest coming up next with the JM Lexus Trivia Challenge. That's a big fun show. Have a great day. Keep it right here all day long. Nine forty wins Miami Sports. We'll see you.